I don't know why we didn't do this sooner. Yeah, they saw. I know, but we can't piss off a whole generation, though. <laughs> Hello, hello, Stony Balonies. This is Shauna coming live, or something like that, <laughs> from the podcast room. <laughs> Hallie is not with us today. She uh, had some stuff going on. So, I have a special guest star with me, and that is my best friend of, like, 26-ish years, and that's Danielle. Hello. <laughs> We're stoked to have Danielle here with us this week. Um... She's actually been driving me fucking crazy about doing this freaking uh, guy ever since we started. So it just kind of worked out that she's here with us today. So um, before I even start, I just want to say your kids should probably not be anywhere fucking near you when you're listening to this episode. It's it's a little dirty. Yep. Not today. Fucked not up, today. dude. No. So I don't know. Put their fucking headphones on them or something. Will you hold this real quick? So of course. Of course. Also, like. You know, I was starting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started uh, taking notes on this episode, bef- or yeah, taking notes for this episode before even watching any fucking more documentaries. And I was like halfway through my notes. I had like four pages of notes before I realized, like, oh fuck, I haven't even fucking turned on a documentary or opened any. Like all I had up was like my note, like my notepad, you know. I'm like Jesus Christ! I've so I know so much about this, and there's guy. just and there's so much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ser- like literally there's so many fucking documentaries. Oh, it's crazy! All the streaming services, everything that they're all there. It's wild. So, lo and behold, this week we are covering the murder of Shanann, Cece, and Bella Watts, and Chris Watts is the dirty motherfucker that will be. And the 15-week-old baby that she was oh, pregnant well, with. Nico. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yep. So, Shanann... Okay. I'm going to say this. Every documentary I've watched, it's like back and forth. Is it Sh- is Shannon or is it Shanann? Because her fucking dad calls her Shannon, but then every all of, all of her friends are like, Shanann, Shanann. I don't know. I know. It's, it's so... It's confusing. It, whatever. I'm going to call her Shanann because that's, I feel like, what I heard the most, but... I think so, too. You know... So, Shanann lived in Frederick, Colorado with her two beautiful baby girls. Um, Bella was four, Cece was three, and her piece of garbage husband, Chris. Shanann was also 15 weeks pregnant with their baby boy, Nico, like we had said. Um, They lived in a beautiful five-bedroom house. It was in... Beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. I I would only dream of ever living in a house like that. Holy fuck. They obviously did very well for themselves, but I just was listening to a podcast earlier today. Did you know that, like, three years before this murder that um, they actually filed bankruptcy? They were having, like, hella trouble. I did hear that. Yes, I did. I did. So it's wild to me that they still, I mean, they seem to be doing very well. Yeah, house was very immaculately, immaculately maintained. Seriously. Even the cops are like, it is spotless in here mm-hmm. like does the house always look like that or did chris just whatever anyways shanann worked for um a basically a pyramid scheme scheme Shh. company called sure. thrive i do you remember when i used to thrive for a little bit yeah for a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. it was like probably like six to i don't know six to eight months it helps with like your metabolism and getting more energy and like helping losing weight and i don't know like i just i can't stick to stuff like that i 
whatever. You want to eat the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I want pizza. Yeah. So because of Shanann's job, like, she had so – she was on fucking social media constantly. Like, she was always going live. She was always posting videos, like – Recording day-to-day stuff. Yeah, like, what they did. To me, that would be annoying as fuck fuck to have someone in my face fucking oh hell no you're a camera in your face all the time like no like those girls that do the fucking reality tv i can't how Mm -mm. i'd be like turn that shit off like the tiktoks where they have to go set the camera up and watch them walk out the door and then move the camera yes they're getting into the van and then Mm. uh -uh, that is way too much especially when you have four or five kids yeah how do you fucking find the time i have no idea oh god no way so I don't know. That's just how you, like, run one of those fucking companies, though. Like, you have to be active on social media all the time. You have to be in everyone's face all the time. Like, it just became her life. And I think she loved that kind of shit. She thrived. She, <laughs> she thrived off a thrive. She did, though. <laughs> she did. She was good at it. Like, she was fucking thriving, bitches. <laughs> she was. She was going on those trips, obviously. Yeah. Them, so. Yeah. I've done, like, those pyramid scheme shit, and I fucking suck at it. Like, I just... I feel like every time, like, I sign up for one of those companies, like, it's one of those where I just want to, like, take a break from social media altogether, and it's like, well, then why the hell did I start this, you know? Yep. You have to be fully, fully invested. Yeah. That shit's hard. It's a lot. Full time. All those, like, it works ones, and, oh, my God. But does it work? Right. (laughs) The wraps and the cleaning stuff. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my god. I can't. I can't. I don't know. so much. Yeah. I'm over that shit. Mm Mm-mm. So, there's, like, all these videos out there. Um, honestly, you could watch. I, I don't even. You could probably sit in front of your computer for fucking days and not be able to go through all of Shanann's posts that she had. And oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just. It's fucking everywhere. Okay. And, like, um, the beginning of some of these videos, she's, like, talking about how much she loves her husband, how great he is to her. He's the best thing that ever fucking happened to her. And blah, blah, amazing how amazing family. their lives are. Like. Yep. Now we know, like, it might have been great in the beginning, but obviously she was full of shit. Like, shit was there's, not yeah, no. no way. I, and like, that's what's so funny to me is like, people, everyone's like, oh, they seem like such a happy couple. Yeah, because you fucking see a couple Facebook posts. Like, people cover that shit up all the time. Absolutely. I just don't, I hate that. They seem like such a happy couple. Why? Because of fucking two Facebook posts you saw, it's dumb. Yep. Have you ever even seen them in real life? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> God. So, Shanann was described as, like, a ball of love. Anyone that knew her wanted to be her friend. She was just a fucking ray of sunshine. <laughs> Nothing like me. <laughs> a positive influence on everyone she met. Like, she was just, you know, her friends say that being in this world now without her is one that they don't want to be in. And that's... Holy fuck. Yeah, that's, that's that hits you, you know? Um, they say that Chris, Shanann's husband, was quiet. He kept to himself. He was hard to get to know. He was hard to connect with. Um, he told police later in a later interview that he could never open up around Shanann because she was, like, the loud, outgoing one. And he it's almost like he felt like he was, like, intimidated by her. Like, she overpowered his personality. But, like, then if she was so miserable, then why the fuck did you marry her? And why did you have three kids with her? Exactly. Like, you piece of shit. Exactly. We're kind of like, no, it's fucking stupid. I feel like, like it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, easy cop out for him. Yes. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be myself around here. Oh, so I, you killed her. Right. Yeah, made it make sense. And that's why you wanted to go get some other biatch. Yeah. Oh. 
idiot. So, Shanann went to go visit her family in North Carolina in June of 2018. So, she was there for, like, the whole month. She yeah. It was a, a long fucking time. And um, she's telling her friends, like, via text and, like, phone calls that there was a change in Chris, that he wasn't communicating the way that he normally would, and, like... Women notice that. We notice a change in our friends. We notice a change in our husbands, especially. Like, you know the way that your fucking husband texts. Like, I I don't know. We just, uh, you can sense on it. Definitely. So, um, yeah, he's, like, not responding to her or whatever. And I fucking love doing, like, new murders because there's so much evidence. Like, you literally see the text messages between her and Chris on, like, all these um, documentaries and shit. And so, how it just changed. Yeah. And it really was. Like, he, it's like one day he's like, I love you. I miss you. Yada, yada. And the next day he's like fucking distancing himself. Mm-hmm. Like, idiot. So she calls him out and she's telling him, like, you're not acting like yourself. I had to dig shit out of you. And he's just a fucking idiot. I'm fine, baby. I'm normal, fine. Normal yeah. response. Nothing's I love wrong. you. Yeah. Yep. We're good. You're fucking no problems, liar. No issues. Douchebag. On July 31st, Chris finally flies out to North Carolina to be with his family. So, it's the first time that he's seen them in, I mean, that's July. So, that's fucking, like, it's got to be at least a month, you know? Oh, yeah. And he's just out there for their last week of vacation with the whole family. Um, Shanann was, like, so excited to see him. The girls, like, ran and gave him a big hug and kiss. And, like, that's all Shanann wanted out of him was fucking comfort. For weeks, she's felt like nothing but... Distance, distance, and, and yeah, and like you just have that feeling when you're fucking married. Just, yeah, but Chris was like, "Nope, I don't want to fucking touch you." Like he didn't say it, but just the way he was acting, you know. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a red fucking flag. Oh fuck yeah! So fuck she, yeah. <laughs> it's just awkward. Like I, I don't know, you know those like awkward like side hugs you get every once in a while, like, when you know that person was. doesn't want like. Your attention, yeah. You see someone at the bar that you really don't want to hug, oh, and they're like hey, going after your hug. Good to see you. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. Not. <laughs> so, Shanann was sitting across, like they're sitting at the at two couches, and she's facing Chris while Chris is like facing the television. So he's got like his back to her almost, and she texts her friend and she's like, "He's changed. I don't know who he is. He hasn't wanted to touch me all week. He hasn't. He didn't kiss her. Like barely even talked to her." And she sends her friend a picture of, like, how they were sitting, saying, this is how we are right now. And then, hold on. God, I can't get my fucking head straight right now. Okay, so she's telling her friends about convos that she had with Chris. And he's, like, telling her that they're not compatible anymore. And that he thought having another baby would fix things. But it obviously isn't, which. Definitely not. That is the case for every fucking marriage. A child does not fix your fucking marriage. Will never. No. Everyone goes it. through the rough patch. Like, that's not a way to fix it. Go to fucking couples counseling. I don't know what to tell you. Like, figure it out. It's never going to happen. Mm-mm. Never going to happen. We'll only make it worse. And I think what makes, like, what hurts this case the most is that Shanann, like, wanted so bad for it to work. Like, she wanted to do the counseling. She wanted this more than anything. Like, yep. and she's trying, and he's just like, dud fucking hole in the wall running away yep shortly after returning home from north carolina shenan has a business trip to arizona so she left chris at home for the weekend with the kids like no problem she didn't even think twice about it um she met some of her girlfriends there that also worked for that company thrive um they said that she wasn't herself that she was worried about her marriage and what the future might hold for her 
her friends tell us that she wasn't eating, wasn't drinking, and, like, she's 15 weeks pregnant. You know what? She's fucking hungry. She's oh, got to be. Like, her stress is just through the fucking roof. She's, you know, where the curse is cheating on her or whatever. So they're all, like, hanging out. All the girls are. And um, all of a sudden, Shanann gets a fucking credit card, like, charge sent to her phone. The charge for the meal. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... Shanann's like, why the fuck is this so much? And, like, she thinks Chris is at home with the kids. So, like, why the fuck is, you know? First of all, why is this charge even there? Second of all, why is it so expensive? Yeah. It wasn't, like, a steakhouse or some stupid shit. Didn't they even look up the menu to see the prices? The girls? Yeah. I think they might have, yeah. I they did. Well, that's fucking crazy. That's so something we would do. We look that up to figure that out. But Okay. No, I just talk shit sometimes, too, and I don't. I have the facts straight. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> but I, I think that's right. I think they yes. did. I think they did, too. I think they did. Because they were like, what the hell? This is like a meal for two people. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, stupid. So. Idiot. Yeah. Again, <laughs> Shanann. Red flag. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Chris. Yeah, you <laughs> dumbass. Like, why are you putting that shit on a credit card where your wife has access to? Seriously. Be a little bit smarter. Come on. <laughs> no shit. So, Shanann returns home late, um, Monday, August 13th at, like, 1.48 a.m. And she, like, she's getting out of the car with the girls, and, or with uh, her friend Nicole. And There's doorbell footage of her yes. walking into the house with, yeah. like, with a luggage and suitcase. It's and fucking cre- It's eerie. It, it is. It's very it is. eerie it's now. It's so like. sad. So, she tells Nikki that she's, like, de- her friend Nikki or Nicole, or I think it's Nikki, She's, like, determined to work on her marriage and, you know, this is – she's going to come home and that's what she's going to focus on and whatever. So Chris um, goes to work when he's supposed to. Like, his colleagues say he was normal. Nothing stood out to them. No problem. Well, that morning at, like, 9, 9.30, her friends were expecting a phone call from her regarding an OB appointment that she had for baby Nico. Yep. And she never called them, which I know – girlfriends realize that shit almost like if you're expecting a phone call regarding someone's health you're on top of that shit absolutely like friends are yeah it's like a critical point where if something's going on that's when it's gonna go on you know what i mean so you see like the text messages and stuff from like her friends to shanann and they're basically just saying like how was your appointment why you know we haven't heard from you just worried about you you know and you finally do see like the text from nicole saying or nikki saying i'm coming to your house and then she goes to her house sees that her car's there still no answer at the door and that's when nikki's like nope i'm calling 911 like i've had enough i'm i'm worried obviously they eventually, like, gain entry to the house, and um, Chris walks up and shakes the cop's hand, and then, like, you see all the freaking camera footage, all the body cam footage, and it's almost like you can see reality hit Nicole's face when Chris walks out holding Shanann's phone. He's like, her phone's here, and Nikki's like, bitch, what? Like, What woman would leave the house... With her children. And being 15 weeks pregnant without their cell phone, a working, viable cell phone. And, like, the way that she was with social media. You know, her, like, I, as soon as I get in the car, I plug my phone into my car and I'm playing music off of it. She, and immediately. She probably, she, probably, she probably had intent to go and record that doctor's visit because 
she yep. was that. She was an influencer. And then Chris is like, I don't know where law code. And Nikki's like, it's the baby's due date. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's almost like <laughs> you can, like, see it. Like, she's so over his bullshit. She's like, it's the baby's due date. Like, she knew you stupid instant. fuck. She like, yeah. She knew. Um, you see Chris say, like, I have no clue why her phone isn't on her. Like, and then he has his phone up to his ear like he's calling someone. Like, who the fuck you calling? Because Nikki's on the phone with Shanann's mom. So who the fuck are you calling, bud? Right? Um, the police also find, like, her purse that has, like, the kid's medication and whatever. Like, I don't think he took into consideration how her friends were going to react to all this. Like, Chris... Had she, or had Nikki not been like on top of this, Chris would have had time to go home and like dispose of like her phone and Do her purse like and like yep. all that shit. Yep. But so, again, like, what woman leaves the house without her phone or her purse? Yep. Especially when you have children. He's a fuck. So the cops are like going around asking, you know, knocking on everyone's doors, like, have you seen him? Yada yada. And one neighbor actually has surveillance footage footage that faces um Chris's house. So. Chris is watching the footage with the fucking cops for the first time. <laughs> and oh, on this, he, he seriously is. On the footage, you see Chris leave like super early that morning. You see the garage door open, and then you see some sort of move, <laughs> some sort of movement. Um, and Chris like buck backs his truck up to like the garage, and then like as soon as like chris realizes that there's actually footage of it his whole fucking demeanor changes he gets yep. nervous he's like moving around a lot he's getting all fidgety like he's rocking back and forth shit in his pants yup like you stupid fuck you didn't think anybody else was gonna have fucking cameras come on dumbass you live in such a nice neighborhood of course they're gonna have right cameras. like come on if i have it in our shitty ass town then you know they have right. it right right so chris walks outside after the footage is done and um the neighbor tells the cop, like, he's not acting right. Something is up. He's acting all fidgety. Like, this is not him. And the cop's like, okay, but, like, give yourself, like, you have to put yourself in his shoes, too. Like, his wife is missing. Like, trying to give him the. Benefit of yeah, the but. Come on. Yeah. No. Um, Your neighbors know you. Your neighbors fucking watch, and they know. Like, okay, especially Why? yours. You're your fucking mom. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. True. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, but, but why one day out of seven years are you doing something weird or different mm-hmm. i don't know how long but you know yeah. like of course they're gonna be like what the fuck this is weird especially when all this shit starts to come out right um investigators say this is one of the most difficult cases they've ever worked like i just covered a case that was in colorado <laughs> as well and what the fuck there actually are a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of psychos. fucked up shit in colorado <laughs> come from there or do some shit out there yes for sure for sure <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking crazy so um the fbi was called in on this the next day so august 14th um they bring in dogs to search the house and one thing that they say which we have mentioned is that it was impeccably clean so like was it always like that or did motherfucker do some cleaning who knows true, true. and like whose fucking house is that clean with all that going on like they don't mention having a cleaning lady or anything like that so I don't know. Like, I try to clean my house before trips, but it's literally never fucking ending. And, like... And especially when you have two kids. Exactly. Their house is... Two small children. Yes. Younger children. Um, so while the... Yeah. Who... 
come on, you got no toys fucking laying out? Like, yeah, no, that's hard to believe. Bullshit. I fucking am constantly bullshit. on Madeline's ass. Like, put this away, put this away, put this away. <laughs> Ain't no one listening to me in this fucking house. No, never. Not even the dog. Nope. Um, so while the FBI is searching the house, Chris does an interview with the uh, media. And in interview, he's, like, rocking back and forth, like, his arms across. And they ask him if he had an argument with Shanann. And he says, an emotional conversation, but I'll leave it at that. It, what? That means... What the fuck stupid does that motherfucker. Mean? What the fuck does that mean? Stupid motherfucker. Like, he just walked himself into all this, honestly. Oh, absolutely. The way he's smiling and, like, smirking in the fucking interviews. And shit, it's like, what the fuck? He tells them, he like says straight into the camera, Shanann, Bella, Celeste, come back. If someone has you, you have to like bring them back to me, bring them back to me. Like, totally like straight face, like no emotion. He's not crying. Like, your babies and your fucking wife is missing and you're not showing any emotion. You maybe never used to be a psychopath, but you are now, motherfucker. Yeah. You are now. He goes, This house is not complete without you here. Yeah, and who fucking did that? You did that. You. Disgusting waste of oxygen. Oh, God. So later that night... Oh, uh, That night, the FBI starts interviewing Chris, and um, they're, like, they're fucking with him. They're definitely, like, playing mind games with him, you know? And they keep getting they all these sightings. Yeah, that's how they get their fucking job done. Yep. Um, they're getting all these sightings sent to them of women with small children, and they show them, and they're like, does this look like them? Does, could this be them? Is this, you know, is this... Shanann is a speed Bella, yada yada, and of course, no, 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 no. And then they finally ask him about his marriage and his cheating hoe ass, you know? Oh, yeah. He says he's deny, never. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Never cheated on my wife. Never. Um, And he's like, if we ever thought about cheating, we would tell each other beforehand, like, okay. But obviously, like, the first suspect in any case like this is always the spouse, especially when they're acting the way that Chris Absolutely. is. Like, all they had to do was look at that fucking interview of him. And no, yep. like, especially this dude. when you come off so clean and straight, yeah, normal. You don't have any, you haven't even cried once, Not like, nothing. and they call him out in that. Nothing. He's suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> What's that TikTok? Remember that? Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> oh God! So they're all like, "All right, let's start poking some holes in the shit he's saying." So they tell them that they can tell he's lying and. They're watching his body language. He's touching his neck a lot, which I guess is, like, I think it's just part of, like, the training that they go through. But one of the cops, like, come out from doing the interview, and they're like, I think he strangled her. They, like, and, like they can already, yeah. Which, that it, I love that shit. And, that shit makes, oh, oh my absolutely. God. Absolutely. So her friends and family, of course, like, are still having hope. They're still, like, trying to do everything they can to find these babies and her, their best to even bring them back. Um, and the police had made an arrangement for Chris to come back in the mo- the morning to do a polygraph to, like, eliminate him as a suspect. And, um, I mean, they couldn't hold him at the time. They had nothing on him. Like, at th- at this time, they it was they still... nothing on nobody. They, yeah. There was nothing. There was nothing. So Chris actually went and picked up his dad from the airport and then headed straight to Frederick PD. And the polygraph begins, and the investigator is... A fucking G at what she does. She almost, like, makes friends with Chris. It's almost like she's trying to flirt with him to, like, get him to laugh and, like, talk to him and, you make know. Make him feel comfortable yeah. and open him up. And and at this point, Chris's little co-workers have spilled the tea about an affair that he is having with another woman named Nicole Kessinger, which they, like, yep. work together. So the police use this to their advantage because 
Nicole nor Chris know that the police know about them, you know? Yep. So Tammy, the investigator, tells Chris that right now there's only one person in the room that knows the truth, and in about five minutes, that's going to be over with. Everyone is going to know the truth. And he's probably like, who oh, fuck? Oh, asshole punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So oh, my God. she starts with, do you know where Shanann is? He's like, no. Did you physically cause Shanann's disappearance? No. Are you lying about the last time you saw Shanann? No. Okay. Needless to say, this motherfucker failed dramatically. Horribly. <laughs> Horribly. So she calls him out, and she's like, well, you failed, motherfucker, so it's time to come clean. You already know that you failed. <laughs> like, whatever. So he almost immediately crumbles, but what he admits to is just having an affair That's with it. Nicole. Nothing Passenger. else. Not there's two different Nicoles. There's Nicole Kessinger, which is the the hoe bag that Chris is fucking, and yep. then there's Nicole, that's the badass friend. friend. Yes, yes. So he's fucking Nicole Kessinger, hoe bag. Okay, so that's what he admits to. Even though he failed everything. Yeah. <laughs> fucker. Pretty much. Pretty much. Whatever. So he's basically just trying to like avoid the subject of Shanann and the girls, like whatever. Tammy, um, the in- Inspector Tammy, the badass. God, that reminds me of uh, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, remember that show or movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Tammy the Inspector Tammy the Badass says, <laughs> <laughs> says, bro, you haven't shed a single tear. Like, that's sketchy to us. And I just love how, like, straightforward she is with them. Like, she's so nice about it, but she's just like, Chris, you haven't cried. <laughs> Where I'd be like, motherfucker, you have not cried. You are fucking guilty as charged already. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> So she's like, maybe Shanann did something to the girls, and you just covered that up for her. And his eyes, like, lit up. And she immediately knew, like, that's Trying the one he's going to gonna run with. to give him a yep. way to go with it, and yep. he did. Oh, did he? Did he? And it's, he? like, that idea, you can tell, like, clearly didn't even come into his fucking mind before she said something. Never. And as soon as it did, he's like, oh, I'm fucked already. I know I'm busted. Yep. I'm just going to run with that one. So then he's like, let me talk to my daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, this whole time, the stupid fuck didn't have a lawyer present. Nothing. Like, who's he's doing a polygraph. You're doing a fucking polygraph. You don't ask for a lawyer. Dumb. <laughs> he's so dumb. Seriously, I just, though. Oh, my God. Like, that's, it's weird. And then all this, like, okay. Just take it. Just think about this at all times. You're probably being recorded all the time. As soon as you walk all in the a time. building like that. Right. A hundred thousand percent. You're being recorded. Yes. So he has to talk yes. to his fucking dad, and his dad goes in there, and he immediately starts, like, crying to his dad. Says that Shanann hurt the fucking girls, and that he freaked out and hurt her. And then he tells his dad, like, where the girls are, and then, which he says there, he's like, that's the bad part. Or, yeah, he says that's the bad part, right? They're in an oil tank. Yes, yeah. Because he was, like, trying to cover it up for Shanann. Yeah. And the investigators are like, no, like, they already know he's full of shit. He's just fucking running with that. Oh, absolutely. So. He failed the polygraph test. Seriously. So while, why he's being investigated, which this whole time he's, like, been in the investigation room, you know, they, uh, the police department actually has a drone that they take up over his work location. Um, and it has, like, the oil bins and, you know, whatever. And they spot some disturbed dirt out of nowhere, and the missing sheet from the house was found. And the investigators brought the drone picture into the room with them, and he's like, fuck, I know I'm fucked. And he Done. points to where the girls are, which is the oil tanks. Yep. Um, and then Shanann is buried, like, further away in the dirt. A very shallow 
grave yeah. that he gave her. Idiot. Which was so sweet of him. Stupid ass. I just, I don't know. The, the police obviously go out there and they have a hell of a time getting the girl's bodies out of the oil tank. They found Shanann's body. She was laying um, in the fetal position. Uh-huh. Yep. They had to drain all the tanks to get the girls out. Yeah. Stuff, it was like. a fucking mess. Oh, like, yeah. a, a whole, whole fucking mess. Process. A whole process. Uh, badass Tammy goes home and sh- she says that she went home and that she just cried and cried and cried. And this is the case that, like, fucking broke her and she just couldn't. I mean, could you imagine? I just love that they got to the the fucking bottom of it almost immediately, Sitting like there in within front a fucking of him, two though, days, and him just saying no. no and then no, you have to no, act no, like no, he's your no, fucking no. friend. Like yeah. you, have to, you have to be nice to him because that's, that's some what's psychological shit too. Yeah, like you gotta. This you gotta poor be girl, a like, badass ugh. though. You gotta be a badass to do that shit and to just leave it at work and go home. You know. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can mentally shut down like that. Oh no, no, no fucking way. So. Chris did plead guilty to the murder of his wife and his um, two, ch- two children and baby Nico. So the judge speaks up and the ju- judge says, like, this is the most evil and inhumane case he's ever had. And he's had over thousands that he's dealt with in his courtroom. So he sent Chris to prison for fucking life. That motherfucker's never seen daylight again. Oh, yeah, he's done. There's no fucking way. Three counts of uh, first-degree murder. The tampering with the bodies. Yep. The unhumaneful dispose of a person. Just some crazy, crazy shit. It's wild. Two life sentences with additional years on top of it. He's never seen daylight. Oh, no. Which is, I mean, he's right where he belongs. Oh, and then they had to move him from the first prison he was <laughs> in. he's a little bitch. <laughs> to security concerns. He's a little bitch. Yeah, because you were probably getting your motherfucking ass beat every fucking day. As you should. should. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when we do that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Seriously. That was funny. funny. I mean, sometimes I'm a fucking idiot, but saying, like, a real fucking idiot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, bitch. (laughs) After sentencing, the DA releases all the evidence regarding, like, this case. And in that evidence, there's, like, an interview with Chris's little girlfriend, Hobag Nicole. Hobag. Um, <laughs> and you, like, hear her say that she's just as shocked as, like, the rest of the public. That she claimed she didn't know anything about Shanann or the girls. And she thought Shanann had just left and um, told Chris to go fuck himself. But That it was, like, a mutual separation that they were going through or some yeah. bullshit like that, he said. Full of shit, though, because the... Um, police actually end up finding like evidence that fucking nicole had deleted like um google searches of like wedding dresses and marrying your mistress and and even like can police uh find deleted messages and how long do phone companies keep messages and like sketchy fucking shit like this bitch was but she walks in and says nope didn't know anything not me wasn't me, pretty much. But, I mean, they can't fucking arrest you for Google searches. Like, I mean, no. And they don't know what the fuck they talk about. And, but of course, Chris isn't going to fucking throw her under the bus. Still just <clears> fucked up. And hopefully she lives with that shit every day. That I will say that I took the fucking blame for a high school party when I was 15 years old <laughs> for, like, 100 fucking people. I was there. I ran. <laughs> I got out of that bitch. And See I ya. didn't write out fucking anybody. So, no. guaranteed, if someone else, like... 
Someone's not gonna throw anybody else out for under the bus, no matter what. Like he already knows he's fucked. He for killed sure. people. Done. Like, See ya. What? What's the point? What of I want to be her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, while Shanann was in North Carolina in July with Chris, not with Chris. In this interview, um, <laughs> in this interview with the police, uh, Hobag Nicole tells police that while Shanae was in North Carolina, um, Chris and Nicole went on, like, a little sand dunes trip. And there's literally, like, videos and pictures of them, like, all in love and, like... Oh, super out in the public. They look like they're what? a married couple. Like, they're together fully and they're... He's just living his best fucking oh. bachelor life. She even says that she went to their house twice. Yep. On two different events that she went to... Which is fucked up. You have children. And you're bringing your fucking little hoe bag to your house. Like, how much... Like, I know Dave would never be able to walk in this house and be able to hide that I fucking live here because it's too... Fuck you no. You know what I mean? So how much shit did you have to hide in Especially order... Especially their house. Like, no, <clears throat> no offense, but you no know... No single she, fucking dude. It, no. You know she was the one that decorated the house and did shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, it was mm-hmm. her. It was her. I don't know. I just think that she was involved in a little bit more, but whatever. And then remember that dinner that Shanann had seen that charge for? Yo. Guess who was with Chris? Hobang. <laughs> Hobang. Um, the cops say that she's not involved, but I don't know. I just don't necessarily believe that. Uh, it, it's it. That I one, think she knew about it. One. At that's the very one. least, she knew about it. Or after it happened, she knew about yeah. it. Yeah. In yes. a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, in February of 2019, Chris is in federal prison in Wisconsin, and he is re-interviewed so that everyone, including the police, have, like, actual closure, because at this point, he has never, like, come clean about what had happened. He's already, like, pled guilty, but never told his story, because obviously he was never put on the stand or anything, you know? I mean, he's told multiple stories, but not the real story of what really happened. In this interview, Chris tells police that she got home late, she crawled in the bed, and then that um, Shanann was, like, feeling all about him. You know, like, as a woman, she's trying to come home and fix her marriage. And as she had these doubts of what yes. was going on, and, you know, she's finally home and can touch him and be with him. Yeah. She wants, and that's how, that's, women know that's the way your man's heart is. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's going to sound so bad. Through his dick. <laughs> through his dick. <laughs> exactly true though like, it is it is all you women know all you ladies know that's so fucking funny because it's so true it is. god so they have sex and then they you know go to sleep for a couple hours and at like 5 a.m chris wakes up for work and i don't know if he finally just like decided like fuck i had to tell her and he wakes up he wakes her up and he basically just admits like I'm having an affair, and it kind of, like, blew up into an argument. You know, she's telling him, like, you're never going to see your fucking kids again. And that's when he just fucking snapped. And he's like, well, if I'm never going to see him again, then you're never going to see him again. And so yep. he killed her. That has to be what happened. He has it's to gotta just be kind of see ya. A fucking... The worst part is... Black. The worst part is, though, that fucking poor baby Bella walked in on him fucking on top of her strangling her and he said oh no mommy's sick as he's fucking killing her it's so fucked up so so fucked up up. you are fucked up dude and then he sends her back to her fucking room and then he's like struggling with shenan's body bringing her down the stairs 
putting her in the back of the truck, and then he grabs the girls, puts them in the fucking car. No car seats, nothing. nothing. Just throws them in there. Or the truck. I'm sorry, not the car. Throws them in the truck, whatever. So the girls are in there. the fucking back seat of the truck with their dead mom. In the back of the truck. Like. Wrapped up. What the fuck? They're just, like, cuddling each other. In and their little pajamas, like. Ugh. Insane. So they get out to, like, this oil tank site that I, that was his work site, whatever. And he, I don't know, I don't exactly remember if he, like, fucking dragged Shanann's body out or whatever happened. Like, but he did end up smuggling the girls and then he put them in two separate tanks. So Bella's in one, CeCe's in one, and Shannon, or Shanann is buried. In a very shallow grave. Just like he what, strangled feet from him or yeah, something. He strangled Shanann and he smothered the two Ugh. girls. God, it makes me sick. But so disgusting. I was listening to um the actual like police interview because there's a couple podcasts that I found that was like the entire police interview there's without so any edits and yes, shit. And yes. in it he tells the it's police that it is it's fucking scary. It's, like it took me like a couple fucking days to even go through 2 hours of it. Because I'm, it was too you much take detail. Your and yeah, you'd be like holy fuck. Like and I you just mm. take a breath and walk away for a minute. And it's fucking scary. It's sad. This dude. So, he tells police that I think it was Bella had asked him like, "Daddy, what happened to Cece? Is that gonna happen to me?" And I was like, "Holy fuck! How do you?" These she poor knew it girls. was coming. Yeah. Like these poor babies. Ugh. I can't. God. I can't wrap my head around that. It's too fucked up. It's uh, uh. He's so fucked up. He really is. This is a very depressing episode. I didn't even think about that. It's sad, but I mean, he's a fucker. He's a oh dead. God. Whatever. So the media coverage on this case was like absolutely insane. There's so many Facebook groups. There's podcasts. There's YouTube videos. Like, there's no way you could possibly so many take it all in. Yeah, and it's fucking crazy. But Shanann's friends say that they've received so many positive messages, too. Like, messages from other women that have went through, like, abusive um, relationships. And, like, Shanann has helped me leave my husband. Like, I no longer wanted to be in my abusive relationship because... They can see how bad it yeah. gets and the whole It brought them out of the dark plate, you know. And, you know, they want to be there for their kids. And they don't want to leave their kids. And Crazy. I, just, I love that she is still, like, after... What happened to her? Yeah. She's a positive light to some people. Uh, yeah. And she's, you know, it, as hor- horrible and horrific it is, there was a good outcome of what she is there right. to put out and be for people. So many people are, like, trying to figure out, like, why didn't he just why didn't he just get divorced? Why didn't he just fucking leave her? Like, if that's what he wanted, why didn't he just fucking take off with his new bitch? And, like, um, Inspector Tammy Badass, she's like, you can't make sense out of something that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And that is, <laughs> that's never made more sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's so much easier to say, or easier said than done. Yeah. It is so He's much easier. He's fucking crazy. We can't understand what the fuck is going obviously, through his head. Like, obviously. We're never going to be able to understand that because he's so fucking crazy. So, so crazy. Since um, the murders and Chris has been locked up, like, they've had such a hell of a time with that house. It's sat on the, it's had empty and on the market for years and years. Like, People were just putting so many, like, shrines outside the house that it scared everyone away. So much stuff. And I mean, so who the much. fuck would want to live in a house like that? And like, I get it. Ooh, I get it. You so, can only imagine the horror that actually went on and happened right. there. Like, ugh. 
in November of last year, though, it finally did sell, and the realtor said, like... For 600K. Yeah. 600K. $600,000. That's fucking insane. And that's probably on the lower end of it. Yeah. Of what he probably, like, there. bumped it down so much. A lot. Absolutely. So, like, the realtor finally said, like, yes, at one point this was the Watts family house. Now it's the Miller house, and they can't wait to pour love and life back into it. Like... And that's so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. So like, awesome. Holy shit. Um, yeah, but I guess that's kind of all I got with Chris Watts. I mean, there's so much, and you could go and watch for probably days on everything that they have out there. Mm-hmm. But th- that's what happened. He It'll is a fuck you up, though. fucked up motherfucker that went crazy and killed his beautiful wife and beautiful babies and like, like over what a fucking new bitch just move on just leave them leave them alone then leave them you alone. know she's out there fucking the she rest told of the world you now. she told you she wasn't gonna let you see those babies anymore say okay and move on with your mm-hmm. fucking life obviously that's what you wanted Ugh, it just makes me sick like it's so sad stupid assholes oh yeah so um i have a safety tip for you guys Safety be... tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> school is going to be coming up here before we know it in the next couple months, which kind of, it sucks. Summer's been so fun. It has. It has. It kind it of really just does. started technically, but <laughs> it's almost over for school. <laughs> I know. It's so shitty. You have to go back. Ha ha. No. Fuck you. <laughs> But with that coming up, you know, people get, like, backpacks, like, personalized with their kids' names and shit, you know? And I was reading this article that was saying to not do that, to not put your kids' names in your backpacks and shirts and stuff like that. Not, like, I feel like once you get older, it's a different story, but I'm talking young kids. Elementary school. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, cause kidnappers will see that on their backpacks and call them out by their names and the kids like think like, oh shit, that must be somebody that I know. It must be one of my mom and dad's friends. Like they know me by name and it's only a comfortable feeling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for elementary school, um, high school and you know, even middle school is different because at that age, then, you know, I don't know, just don't put your freaking kids names in your backpacks and their shirts and shit. Never, never. You got a current event for us, Deej? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I found... <laughs> I was scrolling through TikTok today, and I saw this TikTok, and um, Moline, Illinois. Okay. Some crazy shit going on. I think my mom lived there at one point, too. <laughs> it's like the third place that I've mentioned in this story. So crazy. So or not this story, but... Moline, Illinois. Um... This guy just went crazy through a fucking neighborhood. He's, like, throwing rocks at people, breaking windshields, um, throwing shit through people's windows of their house. Just, like, a neighbor or what? Just, yes, I don't know. I don't know if it was a neighbor, but, I mean, they arrested him and everything. But then, you see in the video, this fucking other neighbor just out of left field comes up with a fucking golf cart and just runs the motherfucker (laughs) over. Just takes him out. Then Holy it, shit! And then in the Did video, he get stuck under it or what? Yeah, the video, the the firefighters are lifting the golf cart up to move it to get it off the top of him because he's just fucking laying there. They didn't they, charge the neighbor or anything. No, did they? they get him out and he gets arrested. 
Oh, that's so fucking funny. Fucking, that is some good service by that no guy shit. in the golf cart. Like, good for <laughs> Golf carts have multiple buddy. uses. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> good for you. Oh, God. I have, I have a current event. What's been going on lately? What's that? There's a fucking chicken that lives down the street. <laughs> yeah, we have, like, six new ones by our house. Too. You do? Like, everybody in here, this fucking town, they need to have fucking so chickens. so bad. I want one so bad. Of course you do. Hallie has a couple. Uh, <laughs> so this she fucking chicken. Hell yeah, she's, she's got, got. She's got the room. Hell yeah. Like, and there's a fucking cornfield across the street. Exactly. Like <laughs> they can go eat that shit. So there's this fucking chicken that lives a couple houses down, and I've watched this fucking bitch do this a couple times. She sits at the corner and she shakes her little butt. And it's almost like she's telling herself, like, you got this, bitch. You got this. And then she fucking takes off across these yards and then goes on the side of my fucking house and then just plops her ass down. I swear to God, there's going to be some eggs out there one hey, day. Go grab them. Take them. Like, what the fuck? those bitches up. And I saw her the one time do it, and I was like, you go, girl. And she goes running. Good for you. <laughs> Run, force. Run. <laughs> Oh, God. That's this some fucking hillbilly-ass town. That's some funny-ass shit. Well, guys, I think that's all we got for you this week. Thanks for coming on today, Deej. Thanks I for having me. I appreciate it. I was very nervous at fun. At first. <laughs> at first. <laughs> at first. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun. I did. I'm glad. I'm glad I did. Fun. It is. It well, is. Follow us on the pod and... On the pod. On oh, the my pod. God, you're already on the pod. On the pod. Follow us. Stone Cold Killers. <laughs> We're still looking into merch pew, pew. and shit. <laughs> <Caw! laughs> Alright, we love you, Stonies. See you next week.